everyone, and welcome back to GingerBiz, the podcast. I'm your host, Katie, and today we're going to talk about investing in your business. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. The first thing that comes to mind when I think about investment is why. Why should I invest in my business? So I'm going to talk to you guys about that today. There are a number of different reasons, and not all of which we can cover today, of why you should invest in your business. But we're going to dive into a couple of them. Number one, and this is in no particular order, I believe that you'll take yourself more seriously. If you're just, you know, doing it as a hobby and not really making any investments in yourself and you're just going with the flow, that can kind of devalue yourself in a way. So if you take the time to make the investment in your business, in yourself, you will definitely take yourself more seriously. You can also focus on your strengths. So by making investment in your business and in yourself, you can focus on your strengths and what you're good at, and then invest in other areas where you might need some help or assistance. Also, investing in your business is going to allow you to grow and grow exponentially. Believe me when I say this, I am a frugal person. I am very mindful of where my money goes and what I do with it and how I invest it and where I spend it. But over the years of owning my own business and really wanting to make it grow and watching it get that growth, I know that I have to make an investment, a financial investment in my business. Another great reason to invest in your business is because you can't do it all. So by making that investment, you are going to open up other doors and avenues for growth within your business that you may not be able to do on your own. So that gives you kind of an idea of why you should invest. Now let's talk about how you should invest. Now this one, we're going to dive pretty deep. So I've talked about it before and I'll talk about it again. You can outsource. So hiring a professional. Now this can look like so many different things, one of which could be web design. Maybe graphic design is not your thing. Maybe you're a florist and you're super good with hands-on materials and creating floral arrangements, but when it comes to the digital world, it's just not your jam. That's totally fine. But you want to make sure that you have a website that's going to speak to your audience and really showcase your skill and talent. And if, again, you're good with floral arrangements, but the digital world isn't your thing, then you might not be able to create that website and give that full experience to your potential clients right out the gate. So hiring a professional who can do your website design is super important. And forgive me, that's my pup in the background. (laughs) We still haven't quite learned how to navigate recording the podcast with the pups because I try to do it when they're sleeping, but then every so often they get up. (laughs) So forgive me. 
Another thing that you might want to invest in for hiring a professional is marketing. Maybe you don't know how to create a marketing strategy or you don't know where to start. So hiring a professional who can walk you through that and come up with a strategic plan for you would be super, super beneficial for you. You could also go as far as outsourcing your marketing altogether, maybe hiring a virtual assistant firm or someone else who can execute the actual marketing strategy. But again, maybe you just need help writing the strategy itself and you could hire a professional to walk you through that. Another thing is an SEO expert. This is hugely beneficial for a lot of people as well. And I know I keep saying hugely beneficial, but that's because these are all hugely beneficial. But hiring an SEO expert can really, really boost your rankings on Google so that when someone does search for example, florist in Rockville, you will pop up in the top pages of Google so that you're more likely to be found, more likely to be capturing a bigger audience, which then would lead to more leads and more clients. So an SEO expert can benefit you in that way. Another one is maybe you need to look at some legal advice. So your contracts, maybe you don't understand how to write a contract and no shame to that because a lot of us don't know how to do that. So hire a lawyer and an attorney to do that for you and making sure that your contract is binding and covers all of the things that you need to cover in order to protect yourself and your clients. You could outsource things as simple as social media management, or maybe taxes isn't your thing and you're a little overwhelmed by it. You can hire an accountant You can also do things as simple as like legal zoom to set your business up as an LLC and a legal operating business. And again, they're small investments for some of these and some of them are bigger, but all of them will have a large impact on your business and how you do business for the better. Depending on what you do, you might need to make an investment in equipment. So if you're a photographer and your camera is, you know, decades old, it might be time to upgrade for two reasons. One, because you need better quality to capture, you know, moments, but also because you need basically equipment that's going to support you in your growth. Like you're not going to utilize a decade old camera on a client's wedding if you don't know for sure that's going to work really well, or its lifespan could be expiring anytime. You don't want to run that risk. So having updated equipment and gear, and also depending on what you do, having a full set of backup gear, like for photography, we have a full set of backup gear. We also have insurance, so that's an investment. It it is an expense, but it is an investment because it does protect us if anything were to come up, and it also protects our clients. And that's one thing that you really can't put a price tag on is the peace of mind of your clients, knowing that you have backup gear and knowing that you're insured for their protection as well. And if you're a florist, you might need certain sets of equipment in order to like house your arrangements or equipment to properly trim and groom the the pieces that you're arranging to make a floral arrangement, things like that. Clearly, flowers are not my expertise, so I don't even know all the equipment that you would need, but I do know that a lot of work goes into them. And depending on what level and magnitude you're working with for florals, you may also need to consider the fact that you'll need coolers and things to place the florals and a space for them because they do take up a lot of space, especially when you have a large event on a weekend or whatever the case. So just things like that, different equipment pieces. Also, many of us need like a laptop or a computer desktop in order to fully do work because there's a lot of administrative things going into it. So that's also another piece of equipment. For me, for the podcast, I have to have a mic 
and headphones and the better quality, the better I sound. So like that's an investment. Again, investments are endless. Depending on what you do, you might need product development and you might want to outsource that to to get your idea to come to fruition. Courses and education are both huge too. If again, if you are a florist and you don't really know how or where to start with running a business, education can be huge on that. You can just buy a course online or take a class through the local community college, whatever that is, that can be a real big game changer for you. A lot of small businesses also look into coaching or mentoring. They need a coach or a mentor to help them grow and meet their next goals. And so that can be a big benefit and a great ROI, return on investment. Um, You may also want to consider investing in your customer experience. This could be as simple as customer relationship management tool, so a CRM, or client gifts or a referral bonus, just anything like that to make your client's experience that much better and to serve them that much better. Also investing in your team. If you have team members or contractors who work for you, making sure that you slow down, take care of them and invest in them. It can be things as simple as, you know, celebrating their birthdays or giving them a gift or buying them a coffee so that, you know, they just feel included and valued and respected on your team to bigger things buying a course for them to get better at what they're doing for you or, you know, giving them coaching sessions from your coach so that they can grow too. Really the possibilities of investing in your business are endless, but the reason that you should do it is because you want to grow. There's a reason why they say to get rich, you got to be rich and why there's a return on investment simply because if you don't make the investment, then you're not going to reap the rewards. So just kind of, you got to think about what makes the most sense for you and where you're at. And you don't have to go out and hire a professional for all these today. Maybe you start out by making sure that your contracts are good and binding and you have a solid website. And then maybe after that first year, when you invest in your contracts and your website design, then the following year you invest in marketing. Or maybe marketing and SEO go together and you find someone who can do both for you. It just really depends on where you're at and what makes the most sense to you. But ultimately, I always start with the legal stuff. So making sure that my insurance is intact, my equipment is good, and that my contracts are in place. And then I build off of that. Because there's no way, and this is me personally, maybe you're a lawyer or something for your career job and you're running a business on the side. I can cover website design and marketing, but I'm not going to be able to do accountant stuff, (laughs) like whatever that means, or cover like the legalities of a contract. So for me, it makes more sense to outsource and invest in those. Meanwhile, for you, if you have that base knowledge or you understand taxes and accounting and that comes easy to you, then it makes more sense for you to focus on those things and maybe outsource that website design. Whatever those investments are, make sure that you're being intentional with them and that you've done your research to ensure that you're doing what makes the most sense at the stage that you are at your business. Well, until next time, guys, keep on diving in.